0: He plays it forward now, and it's a good bit of defending at the back there by Luke Ormond. He gets a touch on it, but it's only going to go as far as Coleman Kennedy Hand passes it back out towards Michael Quinlivan. It opens up for Quinlevin He brings it up to the 21, and he's looking to stroke it over the bar, and over the bar it goes from Michael Quinlivan. The first score of the day it comes after 50 seconds for Clamell commercials, and uh, Michael made that made that look rather easy surging down through the middle.
1: Yeah, I suppose in fear Michael Michael Quinlivan was out around the midfield for the throw-in and he hung there and it was a decent hand-pass from Larkin Larkin Egan but Michael Quinlivan's experience I suppose intercepted really and turned into a score and he was the one to get the score
0: so travelling a lot of ground and a short kick-out goes out to the left corner back position and commercials or Bracken's eventually moving out towards Paddy Cadell now and he's able to bounce the ball off the ground which is a good sign of uh, the state of the ground here after a lot of rain during the week and the ball seems to be bouncing well which should lay its hand towards a good, exciting game now as the ball is played forward now towards the surging Jack Nevin. He crosses the 45, he's got plenty of space in front of him. He might be able to have a pop at the post himself. He brings it all the way up and over the bar it goes from Jack Nevin. Cool as you like. A lot of space opened up for him when he crossed the 45 And he said, why not take it up to the 21, tap it over the bar, a point apiece, just under two minutes gone. I think the smart the smart move. Good response from Brackenside, like, you
1: know, composed on the ball and Jack Nevan wasn't afraid to go forward and then departing the is when the when the back when the backs didn't engage with him, take your shot and get makes him honest for the next time if nothing else.
0: Yeah, and it always good, I suppose, to get the first score early enough, uh in case Clamell were to surge forward as they're on the ball now through number seven. Of course, Paul K mentioned he scored the goal last year here against Upper Church on what was a, a washout of a day. So hopefully we have better conditions there. But just as I said, it's Shawnee O'Connor who's on in front of his man Martin Delaney and had the ball in his possession, but just slipped on that what is usually a wet patch of ground there, just in the corner down between the town end and the or the Kilmainham end and the old stand side here down below is to our left hand side. Here is Kyle Scully now in possession for J.K. Bracken's his ball forward though is loose and ricochets off a of Clonmel man and now Ross Peters has it in the middle of the field. He has his eyes up and he bounces the ball off the ground, then goes backwards towards Kevin Fahy who plays it into Connell Kennedy. Connell now. Brother of Coleman and Jack, and Ham passes it off to Ross Peters. Ross now up to the 45. He's got a bit of space, but he's just looking to go backwards and hold the possession here now as uh, Michael Quinlevin has time to fix his uh, boot there down below because it's a slow build-up play. Brackens have uh, 13 men behind the ball here just trying to defend their 45 as commercials look to eke a bit of space. And a half-slip there by Dean McEnroe opens up the space for Michael Quinlevin who brings it up as far as the edge of the D. And he's uh, shoulder to the ground illegally, according to the referee, Derek O'Mahony. So it's going to be a free-in. And uh, interesting to see who will take this, I suppose. Usually Jack Kendy would be the free-taker for... Uh, That's for Sean O'Connor, I'd say. Yeah. So Shawnee O'Connor, 22 year old looking to uh, get his first score of this game, of course, a former Sigerson Cup winner with UCC, and uh, he's looking to get his name on the score sheet now, so central enough position, he's going to be just on the edge of the D by the time he strikes it down to our left-hand side, facing in towards the Kline and end, so he's going to be taking it from the hands, he gets a good connection on it, and it just lands over the black spot uh, first point of the day for Shawnee O'Connor two points to one now, commercials lead, four minutes gone here in Semple Stadium
1: Not a bad second choice, free-taker to have, like he'd be one that should... Like he'd be a good eight out of ten man, I'd say really, like and he's he's a kind of a guy a kind of a sleeping giant for a player, like has the potential I think to perform yeah a good bit better than maybe he has been like the type of ball that we get, I suppose, really, like is what makes those
0: players. Yeah, a player I suppose Tipperary will be looking to rely on in the coming years, still quite young, only twenty two years of age. But here's uh, number twelve Conor Cadell in possession of this ball, but he's got three commercials men on him in his centre back position and Brackens just have to boot the ball clear and it goes straight towards Connell Kendi in the middle of the field. Big athletic player. And nobody's under a bit of pressure. Gets shoulder from Carl Scully. Play, out, play on, says referee Derek O'Mahony as commercials lead two points to one. Four and a half minutes gone here of the 2023 senior football final. Ross Peters, always a good... Uh, endeavorous player in the middle of the field there and he carries that ball forward towards Rory O'Dowd he plays it all the way back now towards Kyle Dealy now who's got loads of time it's actually James Morris the fullback who's met his way up across midfield and Morris now gets it off now of course played a senior with Tipperary this year of course under 20 with the hurlers as well a very talented young player and uh, he's looking to perform here for commercials today as is Michael Quinlevin and he cuts in off the left-hand side Thirty-five yards out from goal and straight over the bar. Two points from play now for Michael Quinlivan. Three points to one. Commercials lead, and that's that bit of class that uh, Quinlivan has and yeah, his ability. You see,
1: you see, they're getting they're getting Michael Quinlivan on the ball, but more importantly, Michael Quinlivan is busy as well because he's been involved a couple of. Um should we say, you know, linking different passes there mm. as well, like, he's probably had seven or eight possessions in the match so far, like, and you kind of don't want to be given a player of his you don't want to be encouraging a guy like him
0: He yeah. has all the ability in the world does Michael Quinlan, Kuba Bebe? now the goalkeeper goes long down the middle of an extremely long kick-out, goes over the head of Carl Scully towards Rory O'Dowd, and uh, Michael O'Reilly, the commercials goalkeeper, is out in the 45, whilst his fullback, Seamus Kendi and uh, one of the other defenders are back, it's a uh, two-on-two inside the 45, Michael O'Reilly is all the way out on the 45 but up at the other end of the field commercials go on the attack yet again this time Rory O'Dowd has a shot at the post kind of uh, pulls across the dough and it goes across the face of the goals and wide so 6 minutes gone 3 points to 1 I suppose you mentioned before the game that you kind of wanted to see Brackens maybe just uh, batten down the hatches early on I was speaking to Anthony Shelley during the week he was kind of the opposite he wanted to see them get in commercials faces early on and uh, try and get up the field so it's kind of taken the the kind of shape of maybe Brackens sitting back early on yeah. Well, there's
1: betting the hatches and putting 13 or 14. let inside your own 45. I'm not sure that's the. That's not. That, that, that's overdoing it. I think really. <laughs> and is they're is
0: looking it, to break uh, out the yeah, back now. When no? they can
1: break like this with four fellas going together in line with Nero... Course, there's between him, yeah, and it's opened
0: up here for Anna McBride. He's been able to bring it Very all the sure. way inside the 45. He's going to have a go and what a score that it's is from Anna McBride yeah. straight over to black spot. Of course, a uh, member of the Tipperary panel this year, plenty of experience he has, brings it from the whole way from the 65 way inside the 45 was unchallenged really as he lined himself up into the town end and swung it over to bar. But straight away, Michael O'Reilly has found a great kick out towards uh, Cahal in the middle of the field, and it opens up now for James Morris now and Ross Peters brings it up to the 45 and cold and Kendy's got acres of space he might have a pop instead he plays a lovely ball in one bounce in front of Sean O'Connor Sean O'Connor turns over his left turns over his right shoulder onto his left foot and swings that ball over the bar really well easily worked score there from Clonmel Commercials all the way from the kick-out, straight up the field to Shawnee O'Connor, who puts it over the bar to make it four points to two. The game now picking up in pace as Paddy Cadell gets the hand pass from Neil Quinlan after a quick kick-out now, and it opens up in front of Commercials or in front of Brackens again, and it's Adrian Burke this time, brings it inside the uh, 45, and now it opens up for Kyle Scully. No he's got four it. goals already. Is he thinking for another? Oh, four goals in the championship already. He tried to hand pass it across the edge of the square. It was intercepted and caught out. There was a little bit of hesitation in his play. He got a pan pass over the top. He was in pretty much one-on-one from a difficult angle and his pan pass was cut out. But now the game is starting to open up as the ball is down the other end of the field. Coleman Kennedy goes one-on-one in towards it's the edge, it's the it's edge of the square. What a ball that is towards Sean O'Connor who catches it on the edge of the square. He's dragged down. It. It's going to be a penalty. What a ball that that was from Coleman Kennedy in over the top of the full-back, straight into the hands of Sean O'Connor, who's on the edge of the square. He's dragged to the ground. I believe it was Martin Delaney who dragged him to the ground. And referee Derek O'Mahony is given a penalty, a stonewall penalty, you'd have to say. And uh, i not sure if he brandished a card there. I don't oh, think he did.
1: To be fair, to be fair, sets was delivered hardly. Like, the goalkeeper was there as well, Like, but he... He fouled him, there's no doubt about that. Like So, I mean, there's fouls and there's fouls for cares and that type of stuff. It wasn't a goal-scoring chance either. Like so, But Bracken's got caught, to see, going forward
0: to in. end. Probably so here's penalty. Quinlevin now, Michael Quinlevin Goes low, what a save that is by the goalkeeper, but it goes straight back towards Michael Quinlevin. And Kuba beben is not happy with his defenders. It was a rifled uh, penalty to the right-hand side, the left of goalkeeper Kuba beben who dived and brilliantly got a hand to that ball because it was really travelling. But unfortunately, it ricocheted right back out towards Michael. Quinlevin, and he made no mistake on second asking and just volleyed that ball back into the top corner 1-4 now playing two points bad stroke of luck for goalkeeper uh, yeah. Kuba Beben after making what was a fantastic save from that penalty.
1: Yeah and probably at the other end Carl Scully like it's easy to be wise after the end, but Carl probably said punch the ball over the bear he won't need me to be telling him those things
0: and uh, Paddy Cadell now was just fouled by James Morris as he's surging forward and uh, looked to be possibly high, so it might be going into the book for James Morris. Or uh, it's actually Connell Kendi who the referee is uh, calling forward. Yeah, and, I'd say uh, he kind of was there was a bit of seconds, I'd uh. So yeah, yellow card there for. Uh, Connell Kendy, so he goes into the book but 1-4 playing two points now. We've got 9 minutes, 45 seconds gone. Paddy Cadell's down just uh, looks to be kind of holding his face. Uh, it was kind of a high tackle there. Connell Kendy has got yellow carded but you'd like to see Brackens now maybe get the next one or two scores after the goal and really respond because 1-4 uh, playing two points, 10 minutes gone. Um, what are we, a five point game. Brackens will need to get going here. We've had a lot of goals between these two sides in uh, the championship so far. Uh, commercials have scored Twelve goals in the five games they've played. Brackens have scored ten, so at least Brackens know that they have that ability in there to uh, to get scores. And one of them, the main man for the scores this year for Brackens has been Jack Kendy, 329. I mentioned in the five games, haven't seen him on the ball yet, so they'll be looking to kind of feed him throughout this game.
1: Yeah, I like that, He's, he'd be their He'd be Man, that he, you see guys like him. You mentioned at the start there, but you know the inexperience in the in the full back line. They started that out straight away. Shams Kendy drifted back to back to full back and Ty Condon came out centre back or uh, no James Morris was centre back. Yeah. But like that's using your using your forces to good to to, yeah. to to good effect like that. I mean Seamus Kennedy would be very comfortable inside inside the full back position and equally so he'll he'll plow up through the middle of the field as well without any difficulty. He'll go in to end, no problem.
0: Yeah, really really talented uh, footballer and hurler as we all know, Seamus Kennedy, captain in this team. I believe he's trying to win a is it a seventh uh, county senior football medal today and uh, he'll be captain in the team so he'll be hoping to walk up the steps of the Aureen standover on the far side of the field so uh, as Tom mentioned there a good kind of shuffling of the pack there for commercials and using their assets to their ability here's Paddy Cadell now surging forward now Ham passes it off to uh, number 10 Aina McBride, he's got one point already cuts in on his left and he just can't wrap the foot around it, he was inside the 21 central enough position as the time he cut in and you could see what he was trying to do just curl it in but uh, couldn't get his foot around it and it goes high and to the right of Michael O'Reilly's goals and wide. So 1-4 playing two points, 11 and a half minutes gone. Commercial's lead after Michael Quinlivan got the uh, all-important goal from the rebound off his own penalty that was saved brilliantly originally by Cuba Bebbin. Number 15 now, Dean McEnroe uh, intercepts that ball in the middle of the field for J.K. Brackens and gets it off now to his centre-back, Neil Quinlan. Quinlan now brings it up to the uh, 65. The hand pass goes across to Luke Ormond and then one more now towards Aina McBride. He's been on a lot of ball now, plays it in towards the full forward line. It's over the head though Jack Kendi and Ross Peters is there to sweep it up and here's our first real look at Seamus Kendi as he just brings it out now and James Morris gets the shout to his left hand side to get the hand pass off and here's Porrick Lurum coming across with this ball a hand pass goes off to Coleman Kendi Coleman Kendi bringing this ball forward it's an advantage being played and a hand pass over the top towards Michael Quinlevin he cuts inside again he's going to give a hand pass off to Shawnee O'Connor and uh, it's going to be brought back a late challenge went in there on Michael Quinlevin and uh, Peter McGarry could have been possibly in there if a uh, play continued Derek O'Mahony uh, has given away black the three, it? and it's a black card now. Lorcan no. Egan, a black card here on uh, 12 minutes, 45 seconds, <laughs> so we'll keep an eye on that. It was a late foul, cynical foul there from uh, Lorcan Egan, and now Brackens are under a lot of pressure, but it's Michael Quinlivan again who's really making this commercial's attack take here at the minute. Yeah, Lorcan Egan now just making his way off the field. as a it's
1: a, it's a Derek Manny's gone to Paddy Cadell too, the small bit of afterwards maybe from the tackle. Paddy got here. So he's after getting the yellow now as well, like so, so a yellow for one down in front of us like so. Paddy Cadell, yeah, there was the an advantage that, like, being played, yeah. yeah.
0: So yellow card for Paddy Cadell and a black card now for Lorcan Egan, the full back. So on twelve minutes, thirteen minutes gone now, Sean O'Connor has a chance to put this free over the bar down to our left hand side wearing number 15. He's ready to go now, just taking a few bounces of the ball. He's going to be taking this out of his hands. So he's going to be right on the kind of edge of the D on the 21 by the time he finishes his run-up and kicks this ball. He's waiting for Derek Manny's whistle, I think.
1: You see, the black card time is only, has only started now either. Yeah. Like, that there's a bit of afters as well. Like So So yep.
0: probably 13. So that was over the bar there from uh, Shawnee O'Connor, his third point of the day. now, playing two points. So it's a six-point lead now for J.K. Brackens, who are down to 14. So Brackens will need to uh, manage this time well, but already commercials are putting the pressure on goalkeeper Kuba Bebbin to uh, hurry up with the kick-out. So commercials, of course, very experienced uh, team, and all these players have county medals, and uh, they're looking to add to their chest of county medals so far surging down through the middle of the field now what a run this is it could be a goal chance here and it's into the back of the net an extremely good goal there for Clonmel commercials and i'm trying to see who it was over in that far side of the field i believe it was peter, peter mcgarry, McGarry yeah. and he surged yeah. all the way from the 45 out in the sideline threw up a dummy it looked like the pass was there to coleman Kennedy, threw up another dummy and from a narrow angle drilled at low pass goalkeeper kuba Beben and 2-5 playing two points with 14 and a half minutes gone could be a long day now for uh, J.K. Brackens and his kickout is intercepted there by Michael Quinlevin and it opens up for Coleman Kendi. Coleman Kendy gets a hand pass off to Shawnee O'Connor and it's another goal. Just like that for Clonmel Commercials, three five to two points. Shawnee O'Connor with the goal there. The kick out was intercepted in the middle of the field on the forty five by Michael Quinlivan. His hand pass went forward to Coleman Kendy and another hand pass forward to Shawnee O'Connor, who made no mistake in one on one with the goalkeeper, right footed, low pass the goalkeeper Cooper Bebin. Three five now to two points. Commercials lead and uh, I don't want to be saying yeah. I don't want to be saying it's game over after fifteen minutes, but uh Brackens are going to have to get something going now because it's all commercials early on. And now, Carl Scully, now the captain of the team, looking to uh, get the ball away, but he's overturned. The commercials, men, are doing so well to win that ball back in the middle third. And uh, now number seven Porak Lorm spreads that ball across the field to Kevin Fahi now, and Kevin Fahi has a chance to bring it forward now. Crosses the sixty-five and hand passes it to his right-hand side, and another lovely ball played into the full forward line, and a mark call there by Sean O'Connor. And this is really fluid stuff here from commercials. Yeah, like and you see that
1: that card is expensive on its own, but the fact that there's a central player is has gone out, it's going to take Bracken's that little while to regroup. And the last thing I thought they should have done when they were down, the central man. And the man of Larkin's experience against the mark is w- wide, I think. Wide yeah. there
0: from Shawnee O'Connor. He yeah. out in
1: the 21, difficult yeah. enough angle for a right-footed yeah. well, kicker. You'd still but still expecting to score like yeah. on, on, on a good day. But like the point is that it's going to take a while to adjust, and they didn't they didn't plug that hole. And the thing for Copeland have gone after the first goal, pretty was to have gone long with a kick out and give him a chance. But yeah.
0: two goals in a minute, like, is... And just fun. even looking at the way Brackens are set up here, it, you're wondering how they're going to be able to... Uh, Really attack uh, commercials. There's a lot of space if they can break the ball past midfield, but they just can't get get on the ball in the, in that middle third at all. It's been all commercials in that middle third, and here they go again through Kevin Faye. His hand pass goes off now, and it's played back towards. Uh, Connell Kendi now. Kendy now bringing this ball forward towards Rory O'Dowd. O'Dowd now to Porak Lorem and Coleman. Kendy takes this hand pass now inside the 21. Surveying his options, is inside the 14, out near the sideline. Now plays it back towards Michael Quinlevin who's able to run forward with this ball and tries to swing the boot around it. This time, it's wide and uh, Tommy Morrissey and co maybe not too happy with the shot selection there from Michael Quinlivan but he's been having a fine game 1-2 so far and uh, was very influential in that uh, second goal there scored by uh, Shawnee O'Connor but Kuba Bevan now down to our left hand side he's just surveying his options and not a lot of movement here by the Brackens men and he's going to go long now towards his number nine, Adrian Burke. Up goes Burke, and he catches it, and he Three. wins himself for free, and the referee's going to pull it back. It was a maybe a loose fist towards the back of the head of Adrian Burke. So taking this free quickly is Dean McEnroe now, as Bracken's look to get something going quickly now, if they'd have any chance of making a comeback in this game. Three, five to two points, 17 and a half minutes gone. You're listening to Tip FM's coverage of the Tipperary Senior Football Final, and our coverage is with thanks to Eco Solar Energy in Kilsheelan. Some working back the field now as Jack Kendy gets it off to Paddy Cadell. Paddy Cadell now halfway between the 65 and 45 gets it off to his brother Connor now and Connor brings it up almost to the 21 but he's stuck out in the sideline and he's forced to go backwards now as Brackens look to just get a bit of hand on ball and maybe run down a bit of the clock yep. when they're down to uh, 14 men and a uh, hand pass goes forward now to Adrian Burke and he gets it off now. There's a third-man tackle there possibly on Ross Peters but no says the referee and Dean McEnroe now just crossing over and back to 45 now our JK Brackens uh, commercials happy to just sit in and invite the pressure on and uh, hopefully maybe lead Brackens down a cul-de-sac if you're listening from a commercials point of view. Bracken's now looking to break down this defence. They need a few scores. A nice little dummy thrown up there by Connor Cadell, but he's going to be asked to break a number of tackles and he's done that so far and he gets a hand pass off now. A possible chance here and it's off the post, but it breaks back now towards commercials and Bracken's again. Adrian Burke is in there and it's gone into the back of the net. That's just what the game needed. It's just what J.K. Bracken's needed. It was brilliant play originally by Connor Cadell coming down the sideline. Then it went off to Aina McBride. His shot Went, uh, hit off the upright above the crossbar He's trying to poke it over the bar from a difficult angle it fell right back into his hands and he was on the edge of the square by the time he had another crack it was saved on the line by the foot of Michael O'Reilly in the goals for commercials but then it dropped out towards Adrian Burke who came in and swung a left boot at it from about 8 yards out and it went through a number of bodies and found its way to the back of the net down at the town end. So 3-5 playing 1-2, just what uh, Brackens needed there, Tom. Yeah, they, need, they needed a break cause they got after getting a couple of sucker punches. I mean,
1: we've had less uh, less three scores in a football match have been three goals. Like, that's <laughs> an unusual start for the event. Like, but you know, that's, that's the game needed, but Brackens, more importantly, Brackens forget about the game. Tis, tis, uh, tis about Brackens this stage, what they're going to bring to it for the rest of the time. Like They've had a couple of sucker punches, but yeah. they have to... Uh, as, uh, to use my own term really, batting down the hatches really at this stage. But like this guy sitting inside on the on the inside inside the 14, he's not
0: really marking anybody, and they're short to man Like so, no no score. It one opens one up it's now it's for Rory O'Dowd. Shows up a lovely dummy, oh, and it's Lord. another goal chance here. Coleman, Kendy, oh, off the crossbar. He lettered that with his left boot, and it was past goalkeeper Kuba Bebbin, and it's off the crossbar. And now Brackens, maybe with Fairly. a little bit of wind in their sails, looking to go back up the other end of the field through Connor Cadell. Gets it off to his brother Paddy. Paddy now hand passes it backwards. Now it's they cross midfield. Bracken's now looking to capitalize on that as Coleman Kendy rattled the crossbar down to our left hand side. But now the play is all the way up the other end of the field as Bracken's looked to break through Connor Cadell. He's been impressive in the last number of minutes. He's won himself an advantage. Throws up another lovely he's dummy. For the free, yeah. And uh, referee going to bring it back now as uh, there was no advantage accrued really there. But uh, Connor Cadell, really impressive in the last couple of possessions he's had. But Coleman Kendy had a, another goal chance in this game. We could have had four goals in a row here, Tom, but it was lettered off the cross. And it's uh, the square crossbars here in Semple Stadium. The ball went about twenty five yards out from the goals after it hit the crossbar. But uh... and the important thing from
1: Brecken's point of view they are like this. if they want to if they want to look at the gods at this stage say, Well, it hit the crossbar, it could have been worse, it could have hit the crossbar. More importantly, they secured possession from the from the rebound and now they turned it in and Jack can they...
0: Oh, Jack, Jack really went it, from me? the 45 there taking that free but it's been caught out of the sky by goalkeeper Michael O'Reilly He was always eager to get involved in the action He came and, a uh, long ways forward like yeah, He was nearly on the 14 where he caught that ball and uh, he gets it off now and all the way up through the middle of the field now is James Morris wearing number 3 today uh, uh, is James Morris now and he gets the hand pass off towards Connell Kennedy, and Kevin Fahey makes his way up to the 45 hand passes it across now towards uh, number 13 that is Keane Smith. He plays a nice low ball in in front of uh, Shawnee O'Connor who gets it off to Michael Quinlivan. Quinlivan goes back out towards the 21 to Kevin Fahey now as commercials just hold on to the possession and get it off now towards Cahill Dealy in the middle of the field. He throws a bit of a body faint now and gets it off towards Kevin Fahey again as Connell Kendi now has possession of this ball right on the centre of the 45 and Brackens just sit back in. Of course they still have another minute or two to play with 14 after Lorcan Egan received a black card uh, 13 minutes into the game when he gave away a penalty which uh, Michael Quinlivan had saved by goalkeeper Kuba Beben but then it was there for the rebound was Michael Quinlivan and now here is uh, number 10 uh, Peter McGarry he scored a goal a brilliant goal so far his f- hand pass goes loose towards Coleman Kennedy. the ball is on the ground but it makes its way back to Peter McGarry and Ross Peters gets it off to Michael Quinlivan who's always angling his body to shoot and now he finds his balance and That's kicks this played. ball high and it is wide from Michael Quinlivan. He, he would have expected to score. I mentioned how he just found his balance, but he was a little bit off balance by the time he was kicking that central position, maybe 25 yards from goals, but it's gone wide. So 22 and a half minutes gone. It's commercials 3-5. J.K. Bracken's 1-2 in this 2023 Tipperary senior football final. As Kuba Bevan goes long now, targeting Adrian Burke, he lets the ball go over his head, trying to deceive Ty
1: tight yeah,
0: yeah. Looks like the uh, fourth official down below is just uh, letting referee know that he comes back on now. So here's Larkin Egan making his way back onto the field. So I should have taken the score when he went off, but there's been four goals when he went off. It
1: was off. Just, uh, just one four, one fourth, two points. Yeah.
0: So there's been a, a lot has changed. Uh, well, two
1: two one to a, two one to a goal. Like there've been bigger turnarounds as yeah. it was in.
0: A four-point swing yep. like from the black card, but it could have been worse, as he said. But here's coming forward again. is the uh, busy Rory O'Dowden wearing number 30 today. He's been on a lot of ball uh, for commercials today. And uh, here's Seamus Kendi throws a lovely little sidestep side now double. and he surges forward now up to the 21. Seamus Kendi off his no. left. I don't think he's got that no. a poor wide there from Seamus Kendy, but it, just the way he surged through the middle of the field there things really opened up for him as it looks like uh, number 23 down below is Shane Doyle might be about to come on for J.K. Brackens of course a, an important hurler for J.K. Brackens and he's looking to maybe do something here for the footballers wearing number 23 and uh, they'll need all of it because they're down now at the minute by, what is it nine points as commercials lead but Brackens have overturned commercials in the middle of the field and here's Lorcan Egan with a very loose hand pass forward, it's just going to make his way to his teammate Connor Cadell and he gets it off to his brother Paddy now, Paddy Cadell halfway between the 45 and 65 gets a hand pass off towards Dean McEnroe now Dean crosses the 45, hand passes it forward and it eventually makes its way to Jack Nevin, he's got a point already in this game he's out in the 45 central position and he gets it off to Dean McEnroe and now this quick break has turned into a slow attack as commercials have filtered 13 bodies back now inside their own 45 and uh looking to make something happen here is Aina McBride over that far side and now trying to take a shot from deep is Dean McEnroe it's a great strike and it's a great point there from Dean McEnroe out near the 45 and uh unfortunately for him that's going to be his last uh his last involvement in this game he's going to be taken off after scoring a monster point there so uh no, replaced is that's, a,
1: that's I don't I don't know like I, he wouldn't be the guy yeah he wouldn't be the guy I'd be taking off at any at any stage. Dean Dean is good good accurate player and uh, athletic and I say he's not best pleased and I I I don't really blame him like that. Sort of his
0: yeah he's not too happy at all and he's just jumped over the. Uh, the uh, railing down below us here and makes his way towards the substitution bench, and you can see his frustration as scores just after scoring a, a big monster of a of a point. And I'm sure the decision to take him off was made before that, but uh, he's none to, none uh, too pleased whatsoever as he sits down now beside his teammates uh, in the on the bench down below us. But it's Ross Peters now in possession of this ball. It's 25 and a half minutes gone in the first half. Three five playing one three. It's already a higher scoring affair than last year's county final. But I suppose with the conditions last year, that was uh, always going to be the case now as it's a fine day sun is shining here in Semple Stadium as Michael Quinovan just loses his footing but he's so cl- uh, composed on the ball and always in balance of what he's doing and he manages to get his hand pass off now towards Peter McGarry McGarry now hand passes off towards Ross Peters and Commercials looking to work it through the hands now as Ross Peters goes all the way back uh, to his midfielder Cahill Dealy in the middle of the field Dealy now he's been on some motor ball Ross Peters like, Yeah, like I, and he has a strapped a heavily strapped leg as well Yeah, because he's always an important player for this Commercials team oh, well, and uh, he reminds me of like some of the some of the kind of the players that club commercials have they kind of need a Ross Peters kind of character doing maybe some of the dirty work in the middle of the field here's Connor Cadell bringing the ball forward now and here's our first look at Shane Doyle nice little step inside and his hand pass goes off forward now and uh, could be a chance here Shane Doyle gets the ball back throws up a dummy and he's going to have to try and hand pass the ball backwards play on says referee Jack Nevins in possession of this ball and Jack Kendy throws up a lovely dummy now Jack Kendy looking to announce himself in this game but his shot from inside the 21 at an angle just can't curl in enough and it's going to be wide at the near post, but uh, yeah, definitely a case for a, a free there. on uh, Was it Shane Doyle as he was trying to open himself yeah, up like to get away? When, when
1: he went to give the hand pass, his arm got snagged, and sort of the pass would have gone, to, didn't go fully to hand. Yeah.
0: So the chance was lost. So here's uh, Michael O'Reilly takes the short kick out to his cornerback, Rory O'Dowd, who plays it off to Seamus Kendy. And now uh, commercials can work this ball up through the uh, right-hand side of the field underneath the new stand over there. And here's that man again, Ross Peters, as he's just facilitating a lot of the play there in the middle third for commercials. Now gets it off to Cahal Dealy now. Dealy looking for his options. And uh, he goes back towards James Morris. James Morris now to Peters and Peters hand passed it forward now where uh, commercials have a bit of space to play a ball in towards Johnny O'Connor. It goes in over his head. He's looking for a free, but it's gonna break all the way towards Kuba in the goals now. And Brackens look to bring the ball forward. Three five, playing one three, and uh, just for the spectacle itself, you'd like to see Brackens maybe get another few scores before half time as uh, Neil Quinlan now is forced to go backwards with this ball as Brackens now crossed the their forty five. Like, yeah. yeah. But the strange
1: thing is, commercials haven't scored since they got that. We'll call it that Farchaus's goal. The goal from the the goal from the intercepted kick out. Like that was in the 14th
0: minute. Like so, this 14 minutes and commercials haven't scored. Like. Yeah, so Brackens would be happy that they've managed yeah. to to quell the, the attack, of course. We had a few wides from Michael Quinlivan, of course, Coleman Kendi. Oh, a nice mark call there on the knees by Jack Kendi. And if he looks up, he might have Carl Scully inside. And he is going to try to play a ball in towards Carl Scully. Quick pink, and now Carl Scully, now hand-pass it forward. But it's a really loose hand-pass, and it was the wrong decision, you'd have to say. He tried to get the hand-pass off. I believe it was Connor Cadell surging forward. But he was inside the 14. He could have had a crack himself. And, uh... These are the chances that Brackens need to be converting on a day like today. Yeah, I thought this uh,
1: it might have been turned. It might have been turned into a full free. Shane Doyle go over on then
0: uh, yeah. leg or the went uh, on went over on a the leg there, but we're going to have play continue now through Connell Kendy now and Coleman Kendy Coleman Kennedy brilliantly black. blocked there by Neil Quinlan, but it's going to break towards. Oh, it was another goal chance there. It was Connell Kendy, and the ball was played across the edge of the cool, square, is a- and uh, Connell just got a right boot on it, but it was blocked by goalkeeper Kuba Beben. And now uh, Brackens look to. Uh, Bring the ball forward. Shane Doyle looks like he is okay. He went down holding his leg just uh, off the ball. Uh, non-contact injury, but he looks to be continuing anyway. And over on that far side of the field is Aina McBride. He gets it off to Jack Kennedy Now he's trying to play a ball across to, to Shane Doyle. And uh, he does really well to control that ball. And now he's looking for options now. and he- He's been well-targeted there by Keen Smith, but now he's taking him on. Is Shane Doyle, and it opens up for him now. And on the wheel now is Jack Kendi. He's going to take another shot. This yeah, one is going one to curl up. in. Oh, brilliant That's score there by Jack Kendy, and he gets his first score of the game. That will do him and Brackens the world of good as we now have 29 and a half minutes gone. We're going to have one additional minute. 3-5 playing 1-4. And uh, after 14 minutes, Tom, we thought this game was kind of over. Yeah. But Brackens, in fairness to him have hung in there. They've gotten a few scores, and uh, if they can get another one or two before half time, uh, they'd be delighted with how they've finished uh, this kind of yeah, second well, to quarter. this
1: minute like, they brought it from a 12-point gap down to a down to a seven-point gap, like, and that's that that takes serious stone in football. Like you yeah. can see it happening very easy in hurling, like. But they've done it. But courses have gone over too I mean courses have all gone back now, as if they're the hatches of you, yeah, like.
0: you yeah. said was no real need to be doing that like. the furthest man forward for uh, commercials is Shawnee O'Connor and he's only kind of in line with the edge of the D and uh, he's moving forward now as Park Lurham crosses midfield with this ball for commercials commercials wearing their traditional green and gold colours as Brackens wear their black shorts and black and white jersey and uh, it's Seamus Kendi now gets the ball off now towards our James Morris, I should say. James Morris now brings it up towards the 45 and is just happy to just retain possession and go backwards. And uh, crossing now the 65 there is uh, Peter McGarry and his hand pass goes off to Porrick Lorham. And uh, 30 minutes, 46 seconds gone in this half. One minute of additional time to be played on either. Re- referee uh, Derek O'Mahony having a look at his watch and uh, he's ready to blow the halftime whistle. It looks like commercials I'd aren't he'll interested. Get, he'll
1: get fed up with this camera and blow the whistle. At, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he enough, got fed up I'm with of, uh, this.
0: <laughs> passing around the middle of the field under no yeah, pressure yeah. where commercials are there just waiting for the halftime whistle. So uh, Derek O'Mahony blows it there on 31 minutes, 3 seconds. 3-5 to 1-4 is the halftime score and it is Clanmel commercials with a 7-point lead here over JK Bracken's commercials looking to win their record-equaling 21st ever Tipperary Senior Football Final. And uh, they're well on their way to doing it. Seven points up here at the half, 3-5 playing 1-4. We're going to take a quick ad break and we'll be back with halftime analysis after these. Welcome back, listeners, to Semple Stadium here. Halftime at the Tipperary Senior Football uh, final here between Clonmel Commercials and J.K. Brackens. And it is Commercials, the defending champions, with a commanding lead here at the half. 3-5 to 1-4 is the halftime score here. Paul Carroll with Tom McGrath alongside me. And as we look on, the 1997 feathered uh, Tipperary Senior Champions are uh, being honoured over on the far side of the field underneath the newsstand. But, Tom, uh, focusing on this game now, it was a quick uh, first quarter for Clonmel Commercials. They raced out into the lead, three goals in that first quarter. But since then, you could say they've maybe taken the foot off the gas here. And 3-5 uh, to 1-4, they're still very much in a commanding position. But uh, they did lead by 12 at one stage. And uh, Brackens, in fairness to them, have done well to get back into the, goal, or into the game. Adrian Burke with the goal for them but it's been uh, commanding stuff from commercials, especially in that first uh, quarter of the game.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose the first 15 minutes, a yeah, uh, man described another game earlier today as being uh, a first half of two halves, and this was similar, like <coughs> that uh, commercials had uh, held all the aces early on, then, you know, Brackens conceded the penalty, right, the penalty, no problem, uh, then Coover made, made a great save and the mm. rebounds to Michael Quinn-Livin and then it goes in, and Peter McGarry then goes through the centre, like, and... When when you concede scores like that you're inclined, inclined, inclined to think oh, it's not our day. And that's the that's the test of what's in the what's in the belly of, yeah. of a team like and then they compounded the thing with a quick with a quick kick out that got intercepted and suddenly it's definitely it's twelve points and sure in a football game you'd say that's that's game over. Yeah. And I suppose the, the, the key bit was that Bracken's got the next score and they got down and got the goal right a bit of perseverance yeah. bit of good fortune but you have to they had bad fortune at one end and are a bit of good fortune at the other end and yes yeah, it came off, um, it came off the, the rebound of the crossbar and that fell into a Brackens man's hand as well and the thing they turn and they got, they got their couple of scores then and I mean they've turned the deficit from 12 points 12
0: down to 7 and that's, that's manageable like yeah and they managed to get Jack Kendi uh, who got a great score there towards the end of the half that was just his first point of the game so they'll be looking to get him a bit more involved as well for, for Brackens as he kind of got into the game late on Carl Scully also had a bit of a half goal chance he tried to a play a hand pass that went astray so Joe, you know, for Bracken's been down seven points here, they have been well in this game, especially in that second quarter, but it was just a, a slow start for them and a couple of mistakes that were compounded and a bit of a, a misfortune, I suppose, with uh, Cuba Bevin making the great save from the penalty and Michael Quinlivan was there to get his own rebound and finish it home, but it's been a, a strange game for, for Bracken's in, in, in that way that they started slow and they were way out of the game and they've slowly edged their way back in and if they can start the second half a bit, well, a bit quicker, maybe Get a second goal, they could make a game of it yet.
1: Well, I was talking to a talented man on the way into the match, and you know, we're talking about the the possibilities how the thing was going to work out and that. And his point was if we we have a 20 minute spell where we play, and they've had 20 minute down spells Mm. in games, if we have 20 minutes like we had in previous games, well, then we're going to be in bother. And I think they've had 15 minutes of it now at this stage, Mm. and like the first five minutes after half time, we're going to be a test now of. You know, are Clamill going to push on from where they are, or have Brackens has got a foothold in this game? And you know, like Brackens has got a foothold because they're 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 working they're working on breaks, getting the breaks, and then they're pushing forward. There was a line that went down front for here once it. There was five of them in a the line, and there was no Clonmel man near them. Like yeah, that. and th- there seems to be a bit of sort of Clonmel has maybe trying to say, well, look, we kind of have this game won. And, yeah, and but. And equally so the reverse of it on is that Breckens were quite entitled to say, We have this game lost like and let's follow up and we go home. But no, they didn't. They 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 dug in and there's a credibility factor involved I suppose in too, that they want to, they want to perform and you know, do do their best, like. Yeah, it. well, they
0: don't want to repeat, I suppose, of 2019 when they are oh. bet by 21 points. So I suppose when they went 12 points down after what 15 minutes, they're <laughs> thinking we need to get something going here you're, quick. You're more than halfway to 21 at that stage. <laughs> only
1: quarter of the match gone. They're down a the player, but no, they've 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 regrouped, and, yeah you know, but like we referred to it already in in, in country, I suppose <clears throat> the, the substitution. Like okay, Shane Shane Doyle, good good player. Shane Doyle has got on a, got on a number of balls already since he came in. So, the justification of bringing him in, yeah, that's that's good. But like, the other side of it is that Dean McEnroe has been on 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 Tiberi panels back along the years. A sensible, serious guy. with a, a, with a brilliant good, point. point, like. And you know, was getting, and he's busy and he's industrious and he's quick and. He's, he's gone, but maybe they might use him again, I don't know. Like yeah. I mean, it has been, it has been done, but uh
0: he might be carrying some sort of a knock, we don't know. He, he yeah, looked you he don't looked know. grand you when know he was coming off. Was, on, uh, I suppose
1: I suppose other side commercials like our Chris have, 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 have all have all the answers, they have all the aces. Michael we're Living, very busy and you know, getting getting the, the fuel breaks as well. And Sean O'Connor, okay, Sean until missed, missed the mark, like, it was a straightforward enough one like but Colt rockers off the crossbar. But they're, they're ones that the brackets could be in a deeper hole than they were in but now the hole is not half as deep as it was when they when they decided hey lads we're in a game here like this this is a county final but no no it's it's, it's competitive it's it's good football like, you know, and not a you know, fair bit of kick passing and mm. then a certain amount of hand passing, but that's all going to be careful, I suppose, really, like but how the new rules when they get trial, whether they're going to come in or not in football is hard to judge. Like yeah. anyway, that's that's a that's a story for another day. But no, it's it's game on it's game on at this stage, but the, the first five minutes after half time is going to tell us whether it's going to push on to a down to the wire job or will Tamal reassert themselves and push on from there. But no, I think Brackens have Brackens have a lot to. They've they've a good foundation to build on there at half time, and Tamal have questions to answer for themselves as well. Like
0: yeah, so plenty to uh, discover here. As Kevin Hanley has made his way from Ard Finnan from the intermediate final into join us in the commentary box. Here we're going to take an ad break. We're going to be back with the second half of these 2023 senior football final. It's currently commercials three five. J K Brackens one four. We'll be back with the second half after these. Welcome back listeners to Semple Stadium here for the second half of the 2023 Tipperary Senior Football Final. It is Clonmel Commercials 3-5, J.K. Brackens 1-4. Paul Carroll here with Tom McGrath alongside me in the commentary box. And our coverage here on Tip FM is with thanks to Eco Solar Energy in Kilsheelan. Referee uh, Derek O'Mahony is back on the field as the band make their way off after their, their day's work is done here in Semple Stadium. And now we're just awaiting the arrival of both teams again. So if you're just tuning in, uh, Clonmel Commercials started without... Jack Kendi carrying a right calf injury, so it looks like we have a number 26 on the field here, Jordan Maloney is coming on just for JK Brackens as they make their way onto the field but yeah, Jack Kennedy didn't start for commercial a right a calf injury Ross Peters came in to start instead of him and Rory O'Dowd started instead of Jamie Peters commercial scores most of them came in the first 15 minutes a goal from a rebound off a penalty from Michael Quinlivan Peter McGarry with a great solo effort all the way from outside the 45 pretty much carried it in at the angle and put it low past the goalkeeper and then Shawnee O'Connor uh, capitalised on a mistake after a, a kick out was intercepted by Michael Quinlevin played forward to Coleman Kennedy, and then played forward eventually towards uh, Shawnee O'Connor, who made George, no mistake.
1: George Maloney for Colin Scully.
0: So Ross mm-hmm. Peters is off. Did... Jamie, Jamie is on. So Jamie Peters replaces his brother. And... So, number 11, Carl Scully, the captain, going off here for number 26, Jordan Maloney. So, um, interesting substitutions here by the uh, Brackens management, of course, taking off uh, Dean McEnroe in the first half. And now, Carl Scully has been taken off, who'd scored four goals in the championship up 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 until today.
1: Yeah, like to be
0: it's ruthless enough stuff <laughs> well it's,
1: most, you see, it's like any it's like you're looking at the intercounty and the fellas that's involved with the different different clubs management that's what they're there for make yeah. decisions
0: to make calls and, and they know the players better than yeah, they do. anyone yeah, else yeah, than pretty guys like us probably, <laughs> looking at from <my> a distance <laughs> there we go so Jamie Peters on for Ross Peters and Jordan Maloney on for Kyle Scully are the halftime substitution. So Bracken's down by seven points here. They're going to need a very good second half here if they're to capture their first ever O'Dwyer Cup commercials now. They'll feel just half an hour away from a record equaling 21 senior titles and here's Michael Quinlivan just surging through the middle of the field. Still moves so well uh, considering all the football he's played with Tipperary down through the years. Of course, hasn't played with Tip in the last couple of years. Uh, hadn't met himself available and uh, what an asset he would have, would be to the Tipperary senior footballers if he does decide to maybe join back with the panel but here's number 13 Keen Smith his ball goes across towards Rory O'Dowd who has the time to just let that ball run on now and it had JK Bracken sitting in now to their own 45 as commercials happily just hand passing this ball around the 45 they're not going to be in any rush Uh, Whatsoever, and they're just going to be happy to hold possession here through Connell Kendi now, halfway between the 45 and 65. Always kind of threatening to run forward with the ball, is Connell Kendi when he has it in his possession and he crosses the 45, then hand pass it back towards. Rory O'Dowd, so pedestrian enough start to this second half as O'Dowd kicks it across the 65 now. Commercials playing from left to right in towards the town end in their green and gold colours, and it's Brackens playing from right to left in their black and white as a bit of space opens up for James Morris. His hand pass goes off now. Big goal-scoring opportunity here, and it's into the back of the net for Clonmel Commercials. It looks like it's either Kyle Dealey who's got that. No, it's actually Paul So he scored a goal down that end in... Uh, the county final last year and he's got his second goal in a second consecutive county final and uh, that's just what the doctor ordered for Clonmel Commercial start this second half push their lead out to 10 points it was uh, a lovely hand pass played into Park Loram, who found a bit of space inside the 14 and he composed put a pass goalkeeper Kuba Bevan and uh, 4-5 now playing 1-4 and uh Jacob Reckons again, have made it very difficult for themselves a whole
1: the hole has gone a couple of feet deeper again. Like, you know, they needed they needed the start, really. I won't say they needed a goal, but they just need to get... They had, the first Reckons player, I'd say, to
0: touch the ball in the second half was the goalkeeper. Yeah. And I suppose they're sitting back, probably thinking, "Okay, we'll just absorb a bit of pressure here." But commercials are so used to playing against that that they're able to be patient enough to find the gaps. And you might be at a, at a thing called nothing when you're just sitting back off this uh, commercials team and uh, surging forward with the ball is Connor Cadell. He's under a lot of pressure. It's deflected off uh, uh, Keen Smith's foot there from a commercials point of view. So Connor Cadell is going to win this uh, line ball, and uh, he's going to be leaving it off now towards Anna McBride. And, he gets a 1-2 there with uh, his number five, Stephen Cahill. now, and Anna McBride goes across the edge of his own 65 as Brackens look to mount their first attack of this second half as the sun shines here in Semple Stadium on a fine October Sunday's afternoon as Brackens now are looking to get themselves back into this game. They're being asked to go again down by 10 points now 32, 33 minutes gone 4-5 playing 1-4 as Brackens still trying to mount this attack over on the far side of the field. They're just crossing over and back and eventually it opens up for Larkin Egan and he might give a hand pass through to Adrian Burke. He's got one goal already looking for a second and it's a block at the back there from Jamie Peters and uh, referee Derek O'Mahony is pointed to the penalty spot. His two arms are out wide it is going to be a penalty it was a hand pass over the top to adrian burke everything looked kind of calm suddenly larkin egan broke the line hand pass over the top towards adrian burke who was in behind jamie peters and peters come in and a, a loose hand on the back of adrian burke as he was trying to pull the trigger and now it's a penalty second penalty of the game for uh, jack kendy now he's uh, opposite number michael quinlevin had one saved at this end and finished his own rebound and now here's a chance for J.K. Brackens. Can we get two goals to start the second half? Down towards the line and then down to our left-hand side. Jack Kennedy places the ball and drives oh, it in finishing. underneath the crossbar. A great penalty. No chance for Michael O'Reilly. Just went high underneath the crossbar. And now just like that, 4-5 playing 2-4. Six goals in this game after thirty four minutes we definitely would have taken that if we were offered it beforehand Tom but oh, in yeah. fairness to brackens they're asked to answer and they've answered once again I know like, that, that's the thing they, they, they need they need that and they're entitled to that too like that you know their their play has been has been decent they don't play a good catch <laughs> what looks like a clear uh, push in the back yeah. there from Paddy Cadell. wasn't spotted by the referee, but Paddy Cadell won't mind he calls the mark and looking to spring another attack now. He's got his left thigh uh, heavily strapped now, but he's won himself for free and he's heads up straight away. It gets it off to Anna McBride now, and McBride gets it off to Neil Quinlan, who's going to let it off now towards Stephen Call. 4-5, playing 2-4. 34 and a half minutes gone here in Semple Stadium. Here's Conor Cadell now looking to take on Kevin Fahey, but over his shoulders, Neil Quinlan. Now he breaks down towards the end line and just has forced backwards there by the commercials' defence. And here's Conor Cadell now crosses the 21, plays a lovely ball inside to Larkin Egan. Larkin Egan's uh, pass is our eighth shot attempt is uh, loose and goes into goalkeeper Michael O'Reilly now and... Commercial's able to clear their lines, but Michael O'Reilly not one bit happy there. He's pushed the Brackens man to the ground and uh, looking for a free there is some of the Brackens uh, players and uh, Seamus Kendi just having a word there with Michael O'Reilly, his uh, goalkeeper, just pushing him in the chest to say, what are you doing? Would you keep your head? So And uh, Commercial's now looking to clear their lines, but 4-5 playing 2-4.
1: Sheamus uh,
0: still having a go at him. <laughs> yeah, and Jack Kendy is in, having a word with the umpires there. They surely saw it, but the play plays uh, continue now in the middle of the field through number 10, of course, the goal scorer for uh, commercials in that first half, Peter McGarry. And he gets it off now towards Kyle Dealy, athletic player in the middle of the field, gives it off to Connell. Kendy now wearing number 12 on his back, and he hand-passes it backwards now towards Deely, Now he's under a little bit of pressure of Jordan Maloney, but Bracken's now sitting back in their own 45 and uh, commercials will be happy as anyone to just be afforded all this time and space in the middle of the field just to play this ball around and slowly pick their way through this Bracken's defense under very little pressure. You know,
1: and Jimmy Peters sitting as a spare man, like as well. You know, it's just I wonder sometimes where you have the spare players back what exactly the spare players are doing because a lot of they're really only the American space, that they're not yeah. really threatening the opposition to her attacking at all. Now, Jamie's in a chance and no better player going forward. He's able to dip the shoulder and travel with the ball too.
0: Like. Yeah, Jamie Peters, of course, uh, captained this side last year in the final. And uh, the captaincy this year has gone to Seamus Kendy. And uh, he's just uh, back in the full back position at the minute, marking Jack Kendy of Brackens. But up now in the far 45, here is Connell Kendy. He crosses the 45. He's looking for a runner. He has to turn his back. He might have a pop himself. He's a long way from goals. He kicks it well, though but it's going to land into the breadbasket of goalkeeper Kuba Bebbin now. So Bracken's uh, looking to launch their own attack now through Anna McBride down below us now. Anna crosses the 45, gets it off to Paddy Cadell now, and Cadell gets it off uh, to his teammate Stephen Kyle now and gives it back now to Cadell. He runs into a couple of bodies, though, and he uh, wins himself for free, which he'll be happy about because he's under a little bit of pressure. But it's going to be a substitution now, and uh, on comes number 18, uh, Aldo Matassa, and he's replacing number twelve, Connell Kendy. So on comes Aldo a very experienced player, physical midfielder. He comes onto the field now in place of Connell Kendy, who just had that shot drop short. So uh, he paid the price of that shot dropping away? Similar for old Dean McEnroe in the first half. Yeah, and uh, he's not
2: happy. He's shaking uh,
1: his head as well. Like, yeah, course. no, it's great a substitute like Aldo Matassa to bring in like big, you know, big player like plenty of experience as well. Like, so he'll bring something different to the
0: to the table yes yeah, so Kendy makes his way into the dugout down to the left now but Bracken's now going on the attack inside the 45 through Martin Delaney there he's fouled on yeah. the edge of the D by Jamie Peters and it's going to be a free in now for Bracken's and they could reduce it to what would be a, a two, two score lead here Um, If they could put this ball over the bar, they're down by seven points, of course. But uh, looking to put this ball over the bar now and make it a six-point game is their number 14, Jack Kendy. Of course, he scored at that penalty moments ago. And he's standing on the edge of the D now down to the left-hand side, number 14 on his back. He's going to be looking over his left shoulder as he looks in towards the Kline and end out of the hands, kicks it high. And kicks it accurately yep. over the bar from Jack Kendy, So 1-2 for him on the day. And uh, now it's back to just a six-point game as we look like a substitution coming on on the uh, Bracken side of things. Yes. Number 28 coming on. That is Andrew Ormond, of course, a fine hurler. He's coming on for Lyndon Fairbrother, another good hurler. We didn't see much of Linden there uh, in this game. But Andrew Ormond coming on, looking to make a difference now as it's just a six-point game now with 38 and a half minutes gone.
1: Like Brekken's, to take that. Like you know, okay, it has taken eight eight minutes to get it, but they're, they're a point better off in the first half time. So yeah. it's as if the two goals take the two goals out of it. Like
0: and, oh, no, <laughs> the two huddles, like there's you know. a yeah conglomerate of players there on the far sixty five, ready oh, and waiting for this kick out. They're all a big cluster of players, surely going to break out uh, to the left or right. There's, as, 12,
1: there's twelve in that one, and there's probably eight
0: in the other one. And uh, Derek Comani just uh, blowing his whistle. I don't know. Is he easy blowing the whistle to uh, indicate to Michael Riley to take the kick out, and he has, and he's gone short after all that towards Seamus Kendi, who did throws it, up. Did it across the edge of the D? I'm not sure, yeah. <laughs> Seamus Kendi took a lovely little uh, uh, dummy and uh, really opened up space from now. He's able to bring it up to the 65 before he gets his hand pass off now to James Morris. Morris now is surveying his options as he just stands still and solos the ball, and eventually he goes back towards Seamus Kendi, and there's a line of commercials defenders waiting for the ball, and one of them is goal scorer here in the second half, Lorem and he gets it off now towards Peter McGarry now, McGarry now crosses a 45 steps, say the uh, sideline of Brackens will play on, says referee Derek O'Mahony, the ball is played low, soccer style, in towards Johnny O'Connor, we haven't seen him in this second half, he's overturned there by Conor Cadell, and it's going to be a free out for Brackens, so Brackens starting to uh, get a little like bit of momentum way. here. Yeah. Well, yeah so I was, was counting going the other way. Yeah, it's a... It is a free out, so and Aiden yep. McBride goes short with it now and looking to surge through the middle of the field as Neil Quinlan now his hand pass goes off towards old Paddy Cadell oh in the God. middle of the field. But Paddy Cadell's hand pass back to him has been uh, intercepted and fumbled, and it opens it up now for Shawnee O'Connor trying to take on Martin Delaney. Almost loses his foot, and good defending there by Delaney. But it's going to be a chance for Coleman Kennedy to pop this ball over the bar on his left boot. Yep. And over the bar it goes from Coleman Kennedy. so his first score of the day really punishes that. Uh, mix up between Paddy Cadell and Neil Quinlan Paddy Cadell hand passed it into the chest of Neil Quinlan but they were so close together that it kind of just rebounded off the chest of Neil Quinlan and just like that commercials have the players to punish, but in fairness to Martin Delaney, he done well to stop it from possibly being a goal and uh, just had to reduce it to a point there for a finish from Coleman Kennedy. So 40 minutes, 53 seconds gone here, 4-6 playing 2-5 and as commercials in the lead here in Semple Stadium. A reminder, the winners of this game goes into the Munster Championship quarterfinals to play the Limerick winners, which will be one of uh, Newcastle West, Father Casey's, Adair or Munaline. Uh, we await the winners there of that one and that game will be played in a t- venue on the 12th of November and it's going to be a free in here for Brackens right down in the corner so it's going to be a difficult free to get any sort of scoring opportunity from but I'm sure if it is to go the way of commercials here today they'd love another crack uh, possibly against uh, Newcastle West uh, who have knocked them out of Munster last year after their brilliant win over Nemo Rangers down in Parky Queeve and Newcastle West really spoiled everything here and extra time uh, last year so I'm sure commercials aren't thinking about that right now but uh, looking to make it back to a six-point game here is Jack Kendy. This is a very difficult free. He's on the 14 out near the sideline. Kicks this high. Is it going to swing enough? It's just going to cross-face the goal. It's going to land dangerously around the edge of the square. But it's just going to go wide. We've a Bracken's man down just off the field. He's and, like uh, jumped into him behind. Uh, like. It looks like Jack Nevin just holding his back as he's really slow to get to his feet. And he's up onto his feet now. And uh, the, the kick-out is taken quickly. And Jamie Peters is going to work this forward to Rory O'Dowd. Been on a lot of ball in the middle of the field. Rory O'Dowd hand passed it forward towards James Morris and he goes back now. And uh, it was actually Carl Dealy who hand passed it back towards James Morris. And now here is Seamus Kendi now bring this ball across the 65 now and crossing midfield. So comfortable soloing with the ball is Seamus Kendi. Gets a nice hand pass over the top now towards Pork Loram over on that far side. And Loram brings this ball forward, cuts in and gets it off now and surging down forward. Now big goal chance here for Shawnee O'Connor. And he puts it into the top corner. A great goal for Clambell Commercials two goals on the day for Shawnee O'Connor a real finishers finish there by Shawnee O'Connor on the 14 really well worked move from commercials all the way up through the hands got it to Shawnee O'Connor who was on the 14 Kuba Bebbin the goalkeeper came rushing out the best he could but a really composed finish up into the top right hand corner from Shawnee O'Connor 2-3 now for him today 5-6 playing 2-5 it's a unique scoreline uh, no doubt but it's commercials now push it back out to a 10 point lead yeah, like just
1: like if you're looking for if you're looking for something that's that's a, a martial law like at this stage for commercials or for for Bracken's like again you know some quick hands getting the ball through another pass gone wrong there now too and like that was they were going forward with that one whereas there was a.
0: There was, a, there was a possibility of the sun was a problem in, in, in the link up there. And it opens There's up another for him one to come once on again. again here's Peter McGarry now as it opens up for him on the 45. He might have to turn back and get a hand pass off to Coleman Kendy Coleman Kendy just going to settle for a point if he can get it on his left-hand yeah. side. And a really nice uh, striker the ball is Coleman Kendy If he wanted to be really ruthless, he could have maybe played an extra hand pass, but he's going to put that ball over the bar himself and stretch the lead out now to 11. 5-7, playing 2-5 commercials in the lead after that latest goal by Shawnee O'Connor and that second kick point by Coleman Kendy. And uh, it looks like... It's double
1: scores, really. Like Braggins have to score more than they've scored in the game so far in the last 15,
0: 16 minutes. It's a, it's a big it's, ask it's now. It's very hard to see that, that
1: happening. But like, they, they, have to stay, they have to stay going at it, get... Mishandled, again, like
0: mishandled there by uh, Andrew Ormond there just outside the forty-five, and now it opens the pressure, up. The
1: pressure has been put on by the by
0: the, by the commercial players, banks and forwards. Yeah.
1: That's that's in part two. It's putting them under. It's
0: it's forcing the turnover really. Like like it, it's kind of looking like out there that when commercials really want to step on the gas. They have a few extra gears than J.K. Bracken's and uh, they've made Bracken's pay for any mistakes they've made in around the middle of the field and uh, they've been happily able to just surge the ball forward when they want to, or pass it through the hands as well and a lovely little dummy there by Aldo Matassa. He sold everyone in Semple Stadium, I think, with that one and uh, in the middle of the field now Coleman Kennedy has time to take a few solos off on his own like he's in his back garden and now he plays it across the edge of the uh, 45 or the middle of the field I should say to Jamie Peters who surges forward with this ball, lovely little step over that the far really side good. by Park, loram now and they're surging forward again, now it's actually Michael Quinlevin, Quinlevin now breaks a couple of tackles, he's inside the 14, hand pass to the cross, fisted into the back of the net by Cahill Dealy and a brilliant goal Worked again by Michael Quinlivan, surging down through the middle of the field and fisted into the back of the net by Kyle Dealey. Six goals now for Clanmill Commercials as they make a substitution. On comes number 21, Sean Kendy, replacing number 13, Keane Smith. But... Geez, Michael Quinlivan, whoever's going to take over the Tipperary senior football job has to do whatever they can to get him in there because he's so direct runner with the ball. He's almost impossible to stop. He brought that ball about 30 yards, broke three or four tackles in towards the edge of the square, hand-passed it across where Kyle Didi was able to fist it into the back of the net. But Quinlevin is just in fine, fine form out his, there. His,
1: his elusiveness, Paul, is the thing, Like that he's able to give this little dummy, but then... He's like he's around you, a bit, a bit, bit like Anil that he's able to get through two fellas in one movement. Yeah, like, an, like you said, he's he's a huge loss. He'd be the
0: asset he'd be. To Tipperary footballers like that. To think we've, we've only three all-stars in the history of the county, Declan Brown, Michael Quinlivan and Conor Sweeney, and two yeah, of them yeah. are of playing age, and the, none of them played for Tipperary last year, of course, Conor Sweeney, for different reasons with that knee injury.
1: He's in good old fettle. I was talking to him just before the game started, and he's in, I'd say he's raring to go. Like, yeah, you know, I saw him, him in the... It's going to be a trend into himself, all right, that was... But Very much involved with the Abbey in Tipperary in, in Town as yeah. well, like and did a big win during the week too, like and that
0: that that's all good for the Oh, if, if Peter McGarry surging here. forward here, and here is this man, Michael Quinlevin. He's in pretty much one on one. He's fallen to his feet now. He's given it off to Sean O'Connor looking for the hat trick. Well, oh, Cuba. good save by Kuba Beben. And uh, he's been asked, he's been faced with a lot of shots on his goal, Kuba Beben. It really just opened up completely inside their own 65 for Brackens. It opened up for Michael Quinlivan He would have been in one on one, just lost his footing at the critical moment, so fell onto his knees. Got the hand pass off to Sean O'Connor, who was surging forward. And O'Connor drilled it high, relatively at the the goalkeeper but a good save made by Kuba beben nonetheless to uh, just keep it out of the goal so it's a substitution now for Brackens Dave O'Shea is going to be coming on for Larkin Egan and uh, Dave O'Shea going to get a run out here but what have we now 47 and a half minutes gone 6-7 playing 2-5 And uh, almost as many goals as points for Clonmel Commercials. Very ruthless performance here by the green and gold of Clonmel. So um, they're very much uh, in command of this game. 6-7. Now I'm trying to add it up in my head. What's that? A 14-point lead. 25-11, yeah. Yeah, 14-point lead here for Clonmel Commercials. So you'd have to say it's pretty much all done now. 47 and a half minutes gone here. Your coverage on Tip FM with thanks to Eco Solar Energy, Sheelan. And you can check out ecosolarenergy.ie for more information there. Paddy Cadell bringing this ball forward now for Brackens, gets it off to Shane Doyle. And here's Connor Cadell. Connor Cadell now has the running. Uh, Stephen Carroll off to his left hand side, but he's going to throw up a lovely dummy, Connor Cadell. And you'd hope this one would curl in, it's but it's not going to curl in. As Tom says, it's gone the other way and gone wide. So 48 minutes gone, remains 6 7 to 2 5. So commercials now are more than likely at this stage going to equal the Feathered record and uh, with the kind of age profile of this commercial team and with the way I suppose Feathered are in intermediate at the minute You'd have to say it might only be a matter of time before this commercial's team maybe push on and uh, get a, a grasp of that record for themselves. Kevin, as...
1: Kevin, Fahey doing a few stretches there, like yeah, he's Kevin has been has been by Kevin Sanders. Kevin has been relatively quiet, like, but then he's probably doing a holding job there right? and yeah. organizing lads around him and things like that. He's a
0: player who really loves to get forward and has such good ability when he does get forward from his wing back position and uh, he's just opening the space up for Aldo Matassa to search through the middle of the field gets it off to Seamus Kendi who's just a really, really good sidestep on him, does Seamus Kendi and he breaks a couple of tackles gets it off to Coleman Kendi Coleman now to the last goal scorer Kyle Dealy and uh, Dealy now bringing this ball forward now towards Michael Quinlivan it is now. And Quinlivan plays this ball in towards Shawnee O'Connor. Up with the hands goes Shawnee O'Connor, but it breaks off him. Good defending at the back there from Brackens as they look to break quickly through Connor Cadell now. Connor Cadell going to try and play it forward to his teammate Shane Doyle. And here's uh, number seven, Jack Nevin. Jack Nevin's fouled in the middle of the field and held up there by uh, number 21, Sean Kendy. He's been and busy, we're going uh, to have uh, a substitution.
1: Jack Nevin has been busy enough too. Like, you know, he's, he's, done, he's done plenty for the cause. Like. Yeah.
0: So Kieran Cannon now is on Kevin the field for off. Kevin Fahy. He's just kind of limping there, some sort of uh, maybe muscular injury there. He's able to kind of jog off now for a finish. It looks like it's nothing too serious there for Kevin Fahey. Uh, he's going to be waiting to list, uh, or to get uh, his latest county senior medal. He's got a lot of them now for this uh, commercials team down through the years, I suppose. Commercials in recent times, 2012, 15, 17, 19, 20 and 22, they won county titles. And uh, if it wasn't for... Uh, Lockmore, Castellini and a certain uh, John McGrath goal here a couple of years ago. This would be five in a row that commercials are going for. So a particular period of dominance for this commercials unit and uh, they're looking to stretch that again here to win their 21st title. A very strange shot at the goals there from uh, Paddy Cadell, who was off balance and just poked it towards the goals, went straight into the hands of goalkeeper Michael O'Reilly and allows Seamus Kendi now to maybe open things up again now as he crosses his own 45 and gets his hand pass off. But uh, it's pretty much all done as Kieran Cannon gets his first touch of the ball now. Gets off to Aldo Matassa and number 21 Sean Kendy in possession of this ball. He's going to hand pass it off to Coleman Kendy. Coleman Kendy off balance, half pushed as he's kicking that ball and it goes straight into the hands of Coleman or Paddy Cadell. And Paddy Cadell wins a free. And
1: Shem, Shem, Derek has gone for the pocket. There was a. He oh no, he'll, he'll go back to it. He's just given the free. Like I just.
0: Jack Kendy looking to kick this and it's going to go into the hands of Michael O'Reilly once again and uh, just uh, kind of frustration and. A body language of I suppose the Brackens player knows the jig is up at this stage oh, lovely little dummy in the middle of the field there by Rory O'Dowd and he's surging forward a very easy player to identify he's got a very prominent mullet out there and he threw a lovely dummy there now as uh, Aldo Matassa is in possession of this ball and gets it off to Rory O'Dowd as uh, commercials now just crossed the 45 but are in no rush whatsoever to uh, overexert themselves at all as they lead 6-7 to 2-5 here 51 and a half minutes gone and it's a uh, pretty much all done now as we just wait for the clock to tick down at this stage because commercials are just almost passing around the middle of the field and Brackens are not so inclined to put too much pressure on the commercials men I suppose they've been punished uh, a lot here in this game as any time they've made any sort of mistakes have Brackens and it looks like you might be getting another Brackens substitute as Shane Scully might be about to come onto the field uh, for Brackens there and um, they probably want
1: to do a certain amount of protection in the house that that they've conceded you know conceded the majors like which are the ones that have yeah taught them really well really badly
0: so Uh, I commercials go on the attack again and another dangerous ball over the top is going to be cut out well there by Neil Quinlan. Good reading there by the Brackens number six and he has to hand pass it backwards once more and Brackens looking to just work this ball up through the field. Now they have a long way to go to goals though they're on their own 21 and looking down the field commercials have plenty of men back and here's Paddy Cadell who on a, just a, a note about Paddy Cadell, it's good to see him back moving well, of course, following the cruciate ligament injury he suffered against Kilkenny in the uh, hurling league up in Nolan Park earlier in this year. He's made a good comeback to action in both hurling and football and uh, will be a good asset for Tipperary next year, no doubt. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. Like I'm sure he'll
1: feature still feature in the hurlers' plans and if he doesn't I say the footballers will not mind taking him on board either. Like that it's probably a bit unfortunate in Tipperary the way you're situated, like that a lot of there's a lot of your good hurlers. Are also good very, very very good footballers. Yeah. Like, yeah. like and that's the and obviously in is your and you might say the same about our neighbours. You mentioned Nolan Park there already a lot of the good lad in Kilkenny lads are comfortable with the big ball too, yeah. if it was only publicized a bit more. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they, they tend to keep their footballing activities
0: down in Kilkenny, they tend to keep it very quiet. Yeah, exactly. So here's a uh, number ten A McBride yeah. now trying to bring this ball forward nice little sidestep there by uh, Luke Armand now as he brings the ball up towards Connor Cadell Brackens are in possession with this ball inside the 45 we're going to have Declan introduced introduced uh, for Clamell commercials Shane Scully's almost going cold there trying to keep himself warm he's ready to be introduced for the last five minutes the ball just hasn't really gone out of play but it might now and it might be a goal scoring opportunity once oh, again penalty. for Adrian Burke is it going to be another penalty no but it could be a goal chance here David for O'Shea. number 29 David O'Shea he's had to shoulder off a number of men and it's going to be cleared now as David O'Shea and Rory O'Dowd get into a bit of a pushing contest but good defending there at the back from uh, Clonmel Commercials and uh, they've got some stout defenders back there and now we see the introduction now of Shane Scully, he's coming on for number 10, Aina McBride so uh, ringing the substitutions now Now are. Uh, JK Brackens and on comes number 27 now Declan Lee. He's coming on for James Morris. Another very promising player is James Morris in both codes. Uh, we saw him at centre back for St Mary's throughout their campaign. And on uh, Brendan Cummins is under 20 team earlier in the year, but he's a real fine player in both codes, and uh, he probably might have a decision to make in the next couple of years as well.
1: I think there, while well, that was all happening, I think I saw a yellow card. It was a Connor Cadell got one. Can't remember what he did. But yeah,
0: Connor Cadell. he uh, fouled uh, Coleman Kendy as Coleman Kendy was coming out with that ball I believe so uh, into the book goes Connor Cadell there but uh, here's number eight, Cahill Dealy now, Sergeant through the middle of the field, gets his hand pass off to Coleman Kendi, who plays it forward now towards Rory O'Dowd. O'Dowd plays this ball forward now towards Declan nee, who's just on the field, and his hand pass goes off now towards uh, his teammate over on the far side of the field. Here's Declan nee again. He's a very quick player when he has the ball in his possession, we can tell you that straight away, and he's looking for a hand pass again now. And instead, it's Aldo Matassa now inside the 45, oh. is it? Opens I thought, up. I, I thought he was going to have a goal like this the
1: outside the right boot. Because like, if if you're to have a little criticism of of uh, commercials at this stage, is they, they've they've very few wides. Yeah. Uh, like they haven't seven points that they should be, you know, building their their, their pints tally really. But yeah,
0: they're kind of happy.
1: Yeah. To just you don't get six goals every day and seven pints is a poor enough tally. You won't beat Newcastle West with seven pints and you won't get six goals against the either. (laughs) So, I mean, I'd like to see commercials have a few pots like, you know, they're in a comfortable position, get their confidence up and like as if the commercials need confidence building. No, yeah. (laughs) You
0: know, know, I suppose it's in the back of their mind now, I'm sure coming into this, they would have envisioned themselves that they've another few weeks at least of football to play. So maybe just it's kind of a holding the legs kind of thing here at the minute that as you can judge by my
1: tone this over and back and f- backwards
0: across the field absolutely infuriates it's it not like. a much of a spectacle Tom no. <laughs>
1: no it's not no
0: no, no we've no. had we've had eight goals so we can't complain too much but it's kind of uh, petering out to say the least here with 56 and, heard, and a half minutes the hard gone
1: the look as that they were they were weighted 3 to 1 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the two sides they are evenly distributed to be great game yeah, yeah. But I suppose so. commercials and was
0: it my rovers here some years ago they shared a lot of goals but it was a a, a terrific game, like but uh, this has been rather one-sided I suppose after 14 minutes I thought we thought it was going to turn into a game like it has turned into but in fairness uh, there was 12 points in it after 14 minutes but Bracken's done well to just reduce the deficit to 7 at half time, they got it back to 6 points uh, towards the start of this second half but I suppose uh, second half goals here from Shawnee O'Connor and uh, who else got them, Shawnee O'Connor got one anyway and uh, Pork Loram got one as well and Cahal got another so those three goals here the second half have really finished this as a contest 57 minutes, 6-7 playing 2-5 and uh, it's going to be the Odwire Cup going Back down towards Clonmel this evening as uh, they're going to win a 21st title. A lot of slipping going out there uh, as well, I suppose. The field is in good condition in terms of you're able to bounce the ball and things like that. But, of course, it has absorbed a lot of rain in the last week. And I suppose we'll be back here next Sunday for uh, Killadangan against Thurles Sarsfields in the replay of the senior hurling final. That will be live here on Tip FM as well and uh, the field has a, a good week to uh, get back into possession. That's a very loose pass there from uh, number 10, uh, Peter McGarry there, in his own 65 tried to play it across the 65, sold his own man short, and now Paddy Cadell is on the surge, and he feels that ball really well. He's under a lot of pressure hey, going. Yes, in fairness to Paddy, like when he gets the ball, it's only one way he's going with it, and he tends to win a few frees with that kind of robust style of football when he does get the ball. And uh, a very <laughs> Peter McGarry just tried to outside of the foot pass that across the 65, but he just wrapped. He couldn't wrap his foot around it enough, and just pulled it, and it went out for a sideline. That was played brilliantly in towards Paddy Cadell, and now Jack Kennedy has a chance to just put this ball over the bar, and that he does one three on the day for Jack Kendy Scores. He scored a good penalty at the start of the second half, and he's got his third point along with that penalty. He's, so he's now, the only
1: score for Brekins since the since the 24th minute of the first half.
0: Right? So he's, yeah. he's keeping his he's keeping his end up anyway. Like. So 6-7 playing 2-6 after 58.5 minutes. Tip FM's coverage here is with thanks to Eco Solar Energy in Kilsheelan. Paddy Cadell has fouled Rory O'Dowd in the middle of the field. And Rory O'Dowd spots the run there of his teammate now running down through the middle and uh, trying to play this ball in now. A oh, lovely little hand pass there is intercepted there. It was a, a loose ball for a finish by Peter McGarry. And uh, Tommy Morrissey is not happy with Peter McGarry. Just trying to give him a bit of encouragement there after a number of mistakes in a row. But in fairness to Peter, I believe what they're up by is it uh, 13 points here at the minute with a minute to go, so he can be afforded maybe just a, a lapse in concentration. But,
1: but you can afford. You can I can understand Tommy's frustration. You see, kind of, if you get, if you if you get sloppy, you can become yeah. sloppy
0: oh, that would be a great score if it, it went over wise. and it's just wide yeah, over on
1: the far it, side. But I don't think it's a shot point. I think he was trying to cross it, but yeah. it went wide anyway. But, but just a, a, a stupid stat, really. Uh, <laughs> from the time, from the commercials were 3-5 to 2 pints in front. They're now 6-7. They've scored 3 goals and 2 pints. And in the same spell, sco- Breckens have scored 2-4. So it's only a one-point game in Since, that spell. It was that first 15 minutes is what really really done the damage. That's Now, that's... Persons have laid off, if you like. Yeah, and we, they'll argue that they've taken yeah, the foot
0: yeah. off the gas, I suppose. But which they, which they probably have, I suppose. Yeah, it's but, a gun.
1: but I'd say, could not be to be a kind of a player thing rather than a management thing. Yeah, I mean that's what refers to Tommy's frustrations like this. They want to, you see, if if you get if you get sloppy against, I mean, the persons should be beaten the Newcastle West and the the carry, the they, they are the the Limerick uh, Champion. the champions. Champions, mm. but you see, if you get them into a. Dogfight by by reason of your own you get yourself into the habit yeah, of yeah, getting yeah, into
0: in yeah. a sorry yeah, yeah, and yeah. just taking the foot off the gas it can yeah. happen when you don't want it to happen no, I suppose because, no. because commercials have super firepower yeah
1: and there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with them playing root one ball occasionally because that keeps the opposition on the stand mm. and they'll, they'll be a better they'll be a better team I think to mix to mix their play rather than. This this type of stuff. No, I, I don't mean as criticism. You do what you have to do to win. Yeah. And I mean they're not going to worry. They're not worried how to win this match really. But it's for the next day, you have to be building. Yeah. We play challenge matches and we do all that type of stuff. So anyway, I'm <laughs> taking the people away from the from what's <laughs> happening on the pitch really. But there's not a
0: lot happening really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to say it's just kind of hand passing around the uh, the middle of the field here from commercial. But Seamus Kendi looking to break a few tackles. I'm sure he'd love to get himself on the score sheet before he goes up to lift the O'Dwyer Cup and just to number of moments time but uh again commercials now just recycling the ball back through the uh their own uh, half half the field here gets it off to Rory O'Dowd he must be leading this this game in terms of possessions he's been he had a lot of them all, right all a lot and yeah. this man too with Kyle Dealy and uh, he's just uh, got a late blow he's not happy with the Brackens man and his shouldering uh the Brackens man there I believe it's Shane Doyle he's in a bit of a verbal joust with but now here's Shawnee O'Connor he scored 2-3 today looking to make a 2-4 and it's going to curl. No. Is it going to curl across the That's face of the goals? And it's going to come back for a free. And uh, Shane Doyle looks like he's going to go into the book of referee Derek O'Mahony. And uh, it was some sort of late flick on that uh, Kyle Dealey as Dealey gave off a hand pass. So I think it is going to be a free in. And uh, Michael O'Reilly is going to come forward. We haven't had a 45 in this game, I don't think. Oh, so. I'm wondering what's. Okay, Shane Doyle is going to get a card. There's no doubt about yeah. that. And it's a yellow card for Shane Doyle. But, uh, so he goes into the book. The
1: Dwight, Dwight probably stands.
0: Yeah, I thought we were going to come back for a free, but no, the wide does stand from Shawnee O'Connor, so his tally remains at 2-3, but... With 62 minutes gone, I believe this is probably going to be the last kick of the game. And that is it. Clonmel Commercials record-equalling 21st senior football title. They've beaten J.K. Brackens on a full-time score of 6-7 to 2-6. Six goals for Clonmel Commercials as they secure the 2023 title. The goals came from Michael Quinlivan, two for Shawnee O'Connor, one for Peter McGarry, and one for Porak Loram and Cahal Dealy. 6-7 to 2-6. And uh, I suppose from the 15th minute, it only ever really looked like it was going to be commercials as they got off to that quick start with three goals inside the first quarter. But it's the 21st senior title now for Clanmel commercials. They go on into the Munster Championship to play the Limerick Champions here in a Tipperary Venue on the 12th of November or the 12th uh, yet yeah, the 12th of November that game is going to be and should they win that it's Dingle or Rathmore in the uh, the Kerry champions in the semi-final so uh, plenty of football to come for Clamell commercials it's the end of the road for JK Brackens they've lost the 2023 final they're beaten in the 2020 or 2019 final by the same opposition but a good year for Brackens as they secured their senior status in the hurling they've made their way to a senior football final it hasn't gone their way here today but it's all about commercials. Six goals on county final day, you're going to win pretty much every match. You score six goals, and
1: yeah, well, I suppose you'd like to made the point already, Paul. Like this, you know, you get six goals, but you, you should be you should be scoring more than seven points in that. And you know, I'd like, to see, I, we'd love to see commercials you know, go, for, go forward in the in the championship. Right, they have a Munster Club championship like that could maybe have been a little bit more, but I don't think they realised it yeah. at the time or maybe appreciated it, really. But I think this group of players, they're there, there a special bunch of players that commer- the commercials have at this stage. And the conveyor belt isn't all that bad either. Yeah. You know, plenty of young players coming in. There's been a bit of transition going on there. like. But they have they have some special players in that group. And I think that you, you don't get out of life or out of sporting life in particular what you deserve all the time. But I think... They they definitely deserve to push another monster club title to the one that they already have, like and but they they have the potential to do it. But I think they have to harness their resources in a much more clinical, efficient, ruthless. Uh, yeah, to be yeah. that, but but to bring another dimension to their game. Like, I mean. I think Ronan Kirk refers to me every so often as a, a traditionalist or something like that but, but there is room in the thing they have the guys up front I mean you know Sean e. O'Connor great good, good strong player William Twinnies own ball Michael Quillivan. we've talked about him the Kendys all those that, they They've done what they've done today without Jack Kennedy. Yeah, and they, they have the they have the players there. I mean, Kevin Fahey was only at thirty percent there. I mean, Kevin just you know did what he had yeah. to do. Like I mean, he'll be bombing up and down that field when when the, when the goal gets tough and a, a huge leader for them. Like, mm. And we'll add another attack into the dimension, but the one that they they have the potential to, for in their in their in their locker is the one of put the ball into the base and that forces the opposition to hang back a little bit yeah. if they are playing a sweeper he has to he has to play back in front of the we call them the Twin Towers yeah. so that gives them the fellows out the wings I mean the Lorems and those guys they can come forward and they can take scores and I mean Kyle Daly you know another fella got, got his goal and he wouldn't be the one of the or, one of the lens that did scores, the like, yeah. to, uh, spring, spring to mind exactly and you no, know, like you we say well done well done to commercials like super win well done to Bracken so they went about their business right they were they were all in ways well beaten on the scoreboard um, but I mean like that spell take that first 15 minutes out of it yeah what did we say at the start about the hatches. Yeah, they, they attempted to but Then they were. They kind of couple of things went wrong in themselves. The penalty, the rebound of the penalty, and then the kick out. Take them six points out of it. It's they, a different it's, game. It's, it's yeah. different, and the 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 effect it has on them then, like from a morale point of view. I mean, okay, commercials probably had another gear that could have gone up. Yeah, they, they were only tying time with the thing a bit. Definitely
0: but, at times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, I mean, they had to then had to do a certain amount because there was the potential for him to be to be un- unlocked at the back but you I mean a, a neutral would look at it and say like it was it was a good open game of football there wasn't wasn't the wrong stroke in it yeah i think we
0: got four scores in a row were goals i believe yeah, at one yeah, stage yeah, yeah. and Coleman Kendy hit the crossfire yeah. in between that yeah. as well so all, all all good positive stuff like and i mean you say well done and
1: commiserations to the Brackens. like they're they're our neighbours only out the road there and it's it's a tough pill for them to swallow like after you know, they've had they had a tough all year. Like they were they were down players early in the year. They got into it. The football was doing fine because they have they have plenty of
0: fine footballers. Back up, back yeah. up,
1: if you like, in, more backup in the football line than they have maybe in the hurling side of it. Yeah, and they survived in the in, in the in the Dan Brian they and they'll be disappointed going home like but they'll they'll come again like that's, yeah. the,
0: that's, that's, the, that's the important bit So on a historic day for the Clonmel Commercials Club as their players walk up the steps of the Oreen stand over the far side there and they're almost ready for their captain Seamus Kennedy to lift the O'Dwyer Cup which will be for a record equaling 21st time they now draw level with Feathered on 21 Tipperary senior football titles and uh they will go down into the Munster campaign now to play the Limerick champions on the 12th of November in a tipperary venue. Just on that time, they play, last time they played Newcastle West was, was here. And if it is going to be Newcastle West, depending on who wins it in Limerick, it was kind of pondered at the time, would they like it here or would they like it in a different venue? Where would you think that if they have the option of picking the, the tip venue, would, do you think they'll come in and play it in here, given after last year, or, or what do you think they'd do?
1: Yeah, I suppose you'll like, maybe be, consider last year... But questions traditionally like 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 coming to playing in in, in Turles, like yeah. they they were very much f- f- uh, fans of the of the football final being being played in Turles. Um I think they they came undone in a monster club fixture a couple of years ago below in Clamel as well. Like so, yeah, kind of because what do you do? I mean, like I'd be I'd be figuring that that Clamel could be a better base for them. Uh, their support base but then the opposition will come as well and they can make it a bit of a Yeah. You make it as tricky as you can. You play it where you think you're most comfortable yourself and then of course the stadium wouldn't be that tremendously strange for a lot of Limerick players then either, like yeah, because Tip would be played when they would been playing Limerick in the league, and they've been play Limerick in the league maybe for a while now. But uh, I mean, been, they must yeah. have been played here, yeah. I mean, So yeah, like and uh, I suppose speaking of course, speaking to that, the draw wasn't the draw wasn't all 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 that severe on Tipperary in open match against Watford, which is you know a little bit of a boost maybe for management coming in as well. Yeah, and that's it's a long ways away, but it's you know you have Division Four to deal with before that, like and. Of course, you have to get a management team in place first, and, yeah. then, and then work on from that. But I mean, it it offers a bit of. But number one on the list has to be to get to get a few of the, the the major players from that that minor team in twenty eleven. I mean, they're all thirty years of age now. Yeah. You well, know, some of the younger lads are twenty nine. That, but like, there's not there's not a whole lot of years left in left in them lads at this stage. Yeah. to have some of them. Not committing, I think it's 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 sad and it's 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 unfortunate, I suppose, yeah. really. But, we but need them? Yeah, you do need them, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's that's uh, that's that's a, that's a story for another <laughs> day, I suppose, really. The management team get them in place, but back to another point: the course has decide where where best to play it. And Tammela, I suppose, is a sanctioned venue because I mean, you play leagues and they've played league matches in there, Finland as well, like yeah. so. any of those venues, maybe maybe they they. Do they want it home, or do they prefer the bit of open yeah, space? something here. maybe Look, their, to put to the manager after. Tries, yeah. really, and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be, would be short guessing.
0: See what they, what they want to do, really. Yeah. Or. So over on the far side of the field, now all the commercials players are sitting up and standing up beside their captain Seamus Kennedy, who's about to receive the uh, O'Dwyer Cup from uh, Connor, O'Dwyer. Connor O'Dwyer, the chairperson of the Tipperary Football Board. But today is the day for Clamell Commercial six seven to two six. They've beaten J.K. Brackens. The goal scores once again two three from Shawnee O'Connor on the day, 1-2 for Michael Gwinlevin, a goal also for Porrick Loram Cahaldidi and Peter McGarry and of course a uh, Coleman Kendi with two points uh, on the day as well. So that I think sums up all the scores there for commercials on the day uh, where they captured their 21st ever uh, senior football crown so a proud day for clan commercials club six seven to two six they've won the 2023 tipperary senior football title so my many thanks to tom mcgrath alongside me for his cold commentary eco solar energy in Kilsheelan for their coverage i've been paul carroll and as we look over at seamus kendy about to lift the mart or the O'Dwyer cup it is a uh, 21 for Clonmel commercials they've beaten J.K. Bracken 6-7 to 2-6 as Seamus Kennedy lifts the cup over on the far side of the field we'll leave it at that Clonmel commercials are your 2023 county senior football champions So uh, Seamus you're uh, 21st county title for the club you're captaining it I'm not sure how many medals you have now but uh, a proud day for the club and yourself
2: Yeah very very proud um, look at the start of the year it's always our, our goal is to win a, a win a county final. I suppose it makes it extra special. Maybe now that we're joined, joined my feather has his twenty first title. Um, not something we've just spoken a huge amount about to be honest. Which we didn't speak about it at all. It was all just about this year. But look, it's, that's that stuff is nice to look back on now. I suppose, but look, we're absolutely delighted um, to defend our title. It's it's not easy to do. Um, so very very happy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of a. I spoke to Tommy Morrissey moments ago and said it's kind of a golden generation for your club in terms of winning in the last decade but a lot of youth out in that team as well that you're still producing these kind of players coming through and I suppose you being a kind of a leader for the team helping develop and bring these young players through and it's clearly working at the minute anyway.
2: Yeah, it's it, look, it's very, very important. I suppose there's a lot of us there probably since 2011-12 that have been on the road a while, but I think you see today there's four or five lads who have won the first county medal today, and I think that's very, very important for us at the club. We trained on Wednesday we 37 at training, so obviously there's only 20 can play in any given day, so the fact that those extra 17 lads still want to travel back from Cork, Limerick, Dublin to be part of this group, I think that speaks volumes, I think, for, for what Tommy has created here like within the group. and uh, you know, So it's, it's really, really enjoyable, and I suppose to get a bit of silverware makes it that bit extra special then
0: I suppose there's kind of a, a bit of a feeling this year maybe that there's, there's maybe a more in this Clamwell team that you can go on a bit further Munster campaign to come now you would have been a part of it in 2015 and that Munster winning campaign last year beating an extra time here by Newcastle West so I'm sure you're excited to get back into Munster maybe get another crack at that
2: Yeah we are but like we, we wouldn't have thought of that until like until now really Like we, mm. we weren't able um, Munster's very very tough you see last year like you, you, you might beat an emo but Newcastle West better as an extra time the they saw the following day like there's very very little between any of the teams um, but look we have a home game in three weeks time we're going to really enjoy the celebrations now but yeah we will really really be looking forward to that now with whoever we i don't know who we play but it'll, we'll be looking forward to it
3: it's exactly like the point i made to the guys like we played football for 15 minutes we didn't score for the final 15 minutes we just need to relax get back to basics keep the ball get it in our hand again and just settle a little bit and that's it it's just, just about clearing the head sometimes a little bit of panic can sit down on the field and you see the scoreboard ticking over on the other side and you start to wonder a little bit but the boys look there's enough experience they settled it in the second half and we started this half really good Michael got a goal I know Bracken's come back and got the penalty but still the boys reacted right away again we got a point and settled it again so no listen it's, it was great that's, that's what's in this group it's leadership and they proved it again today I know you've much the same management team. You brought
2: Ashin McAnville on board as an advisor. What's he kind of added, I suppose, in his role?
3: Yeah, just just experience. Um, you know, it's it's a man of his of his you know experience in terms of winning titles with both his club and with Armagh. Like you know, that's mm-hmm. something from from a footballing point of view we felt was needed in the group. Just four moments like when you're under a bit of pressure, you know, he's he's a life of time of that with Cross McGlain and with Armagh. and they've been in the melting pot, and it's it's where you go to it at those times. So it's really mm-hmm. clean on him for that experience. Sure.
0: Tommy, just on the, it's been kind of a golden generation for the club in terms of uh, the last decade of winning county titles, but it must be kind of pleasing to see that the kind of conveyor belt is still going in the club. You have a lot of youth players out there, a lot of lads under the age of 23, so it's still going and there's still great footballers being produced by the club.
3: Yeah, it, fact, Paul, and like we, we, we've 37 on the panel today, and to me it's really important that all 37 get a jersey and are part of it because we have a lot of youth on that bench. We've Thomas Charles, Joe Higgins, Tyg Sheen, all county minors last year. And they're not far off this. They're really not far off this, I can guarantee. They're pushing our boys in training, and they know that they're coming behind them. And it's it's up to us now to cut their teeth at it, and we will be planning to do that because they're ready for senior football.
0: And for the Munster campaign ahead, of course, you have the, it's going to be on in a tip venue. Would you be looking to get it here or maybe a different venue, or have you put much thought into that at all? I haven't, Paul.
3: Brutally honest, I haven't. But we certainly, we will be sitting down this week and considering that because, as you say, we're the home team, so we have the options, but we will strongly think about where we want to play it.